Hi, my name is John Petty, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. This episode I've entitled The Renters. I never really thought about it while growing up, but in retrospect, I did live in a fairly large house. It was a one-story house that was built in the shape of a U. The open part of the U had faced the side yard, and at some point had been filled in with a new kitchen. A new kitchen had uh, enclosed and cut off that open part of the U, and a kitchen was now in its place. There had already been an existing kitchen in the house, but now there were two. I guess the plan was that my father and mother had with this large house and basically with the two of them, that they were going to be taking in snowbird renters. In addition, during this time, my father also had a one-bedroom detached cottage built on our property. I also think this was the idea that he was going to bring in renters. Now, let me explain about snowbirds and rentals. The season, at least in South Florida, is basically the 1st of October till the 1st of April when folks come down, and they will generally stay down for the entire period. Well, we had renters that came down for that period. While I was growing up, there were two couples, um, the Feigels from Huntington, Indiana, and the Spurlines from Holy cow, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, came all the way down and stayed with us. So, as I stated from an earlier episode, what happened after my father passed away, my mother sent me away on summer. So, I was basically gone from the house from, oh, the end of May till the end of August. And then when I returned, well, here were the Feigels and the Spurlines showing up the 1st of October and staying until the 1st of April. And so there were basically only a couple months of the year that it was my mother, myself, and my sister alone in the house. The rest of the time, there were two other couples either in the cottage or in the other portion of the house. The house was large enough that literally you could shut off a door and the people in the other section of the house literally had their own front door entrance they had their own kitchen they had their own bath they had their own bedroom they had their own living room and they had their own back entrance which walked directly into their kitchen so these folks I mean they had their own lives they had their own friends but they were around my mother had a welcoming dinner for them that was generally Thanksgiving dinner when, um, you know, shortly after they arrived and had a farewell dinner for them that was basically Easter dinner when everybody came together in our living room. But there were other times that we got together and talked and everything, and I was curious. I remember being shown on a map where Eau Claire, Wisconsin was, and I was just so stunned at how far away it was from southwest Florida. There was one time that uh, we took a train trip, and 
went and visited the Feigels in um, Huntington, Indiana, and spent you know a couple weeks there. But uh, I never got to Eau Claire until my later life. The interesting thing about this was that there were times that uh, I was able to sit down and, and talk with these snowbird renters. And, and the one thing that I remember from this was Mr. Spurline had been a World War I fighter pilot. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. And sitting down talking with him and asking him about that, to this day, I remember him explaining to me what the Immelman turn is. It was a fighter pilot technique developed during World War I by a German fighter pilot ace, uh, a Mr. Immelman. And to make it very easy, it's a low turning radius turn. It Basically, the plane is coming in at one direction. It enabled a plane to make a, uh, an attacking pass at another aircraft. And then the pilot tips his nose up a little bit, stalls the engine, and turns the rudder. And it enables the plane basically to come back on the same path that it entered on and make another attack at its adversary with a very low turning radius, the Immelman turn. It is now basically a acrobatic stunt that you may see at air shows done that way. But I remember as a child sitting down with Mr. Spurline and him telling me about his uh, adventures during World War I as a fighter pilot and explaining to me the Immelman turn. I'm not a pilot. I have no desire to be a pilot, but I still remember that. And it's, it's pretty amazing. There's an old TV show called The Naked City, and the opening line to that show was, there are eight million stories in this city. This is just one of them. Well, I had two random couples, snowbird couples, coming and staying in our house. And I took advantage of sitting down and talking with them and learning from them and hearing stuff. And here, even at my age today, I remember sitting next to Mr. Spurline and hearing stories from a World War I pilot and learning about... the something as crazy as the Immelman turn. There are people that we run into every day, and every one of them's got a story, and every one of, a, every one of them can teach us something, and we can learn from them. And they want to share their story with us. I encourage you, listen to the folks around you. They've got a story to tell and you might learn something along the way. And as a postscript, that cottage that we had on our property, my senior year of high school, I got to live by myself in that cottage. But that's a story for another day. Thank you, and I'll see you next week.